Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman, Mason, watch us. MileEyeSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. I'm telling you, uh, this bar really does have it all. I've been going there for years, and I absolutely love it. Chad and his team do a fantastic job because there's so many different things going on. Let's just start with the obvious. Of course, they have packages for all of the different leagues, NFL, hockey, basketball, you name it, they've got it. Every seat's a great seat. Great food as well. Great drink specials too. They also have a pool hall, not just a couple of tables like most bars, a pool hall with 15 tables. They have live music with no cover every Friday, every Saturday. You want to talk about a great happy hour? Well, every single day, every day, three until seven, two for one, wine, well, and drafts from three until seven. And sometime early in 2022, Mace, you and I are going to be guest bartenders out there. And we're going to be raising money for charity. So we will keep everybody abreast of when we are going to be doing that. And hopefully everybody will join us out at Greenfields in Lakewood. Time now for the buzz. The buzz is presented by Rocky Mountain Eurosport. Go for a test drive today in Denver or Parker because everyone deserves a luxury car buying experience. Or find them online at rmurosport.com. All right, let's go out to the hotline. We're going to bring in our friend Harrison Wynn, covers the Nuggets for thednvr.com. How are you, Harrison? Doing great, guys. Thanks for having me. I don't know if in, in sports history, basically through eight games, three professional sports teams have all had the same record. The Nuggets are 4-4. Four and four. The Broncos are four and four, and the Avalanche are four, four, and one. I'm going to tell you a quote from George Payton's press conference yesterday in which he said, I know we're four and four, but it feels like one in seven. Hmm. Do, do you think that's a phrase that could come out of Mike Malone's mouth? It feels kind of like that. Yeah, I could see that because. The Nuggets are four and four, but it feels like the sky's falling in some ways. By the way, um, I meant to say Michael. My bad. I don't want him to chastise me. It's yeah, Michael. Yeah. My bad, Mike. I'm Michael. Thanks. Thanks for correcting that. He's he's very uh, sensitive. He's very particular about those yes. things. Um, it's it, it feels like that could be something that comes out of his mouth. Um, the Nuggets have an MVP who's trying all he can to will his team to a win every single night. He's doing his part. Um, Will Barton and Aaron Gordon have played well. Other than that, uh, they've got a lot of question marks and guys that those three are trying to pull along with them. So let's talk about you know one of the maybe question marks for a guy being pulled along right now, and that is uh, and that's Michael Porter Jr. Whoa, you're criticizing Michael Porter Jr. Yes, I am. You're on the Goodman bandwagon. Well, I said I want. I said I want a larger sample size than three games before I really started to get concerned. And we're at eight games now. You know in what? In particular, we're looking at him being one of eighteen from three in the last four games. Harrison, what's going on? Wait, man? eight is enough. Eight? Huh? <laughs> That's something Andrew would say, but I wanted yeah. to say it for him. Harrison, eight is enough. Oh, God. 
<laughs> There's a lot going on with them. Um, <laughs> here, here are the two biggest things that have popped out to me. Um, I mean, first of all, he's over his last 12 from three. It's the coldest shooting stretch of his career by far. And it's pretty stunning. Honestly, it's, it's stunning how he's just lost total confidence in his jumper. I mean, he's taken three three-pointers these last couple games. He's been 0-3 in each of them. And, you know, this is a guy who I was arguing in the offseason should be shooting eight to ten three-pointers a game. Right. That's how good of a three-point shooter he's been in the past. But he's just lost all his confidence in his three, it seems like. I feel like he's looked rattled. It seems like in the second half of some of these games, he hasn't even been wanting the ball. He hasn't been looking for the ball. He hasn't been going to the ball. And a lot of people come at me on Twitter and are like, Michael Malone needs to call more plays for him. They need to set Michael Porter Jr. up. They're calling the same stuff they called for him last year. Right. He's had ample opportunities to go get the ball and make something happen. He just hasn't. So he's lost a lot of confidence, I think. And I wonder, and this is another one of my, of my theories with him, I wonder if the physicality in the NBA this year has kind of rattled him too. Like we've seen it in the playoffs last season. The NBA is more physical this year. The officials are letting him play, and I like it. I think it's led to some fun basketball, but with Michael Porter, I think it's kind of taken him out of his game. Okay, I'm going to say something that's really going to rattle your Twitter followers if you decide to put out what I'm about to tell you, because if we're being completely honest, we're kind of seeing a little bit of BS in Michael Porter Jr. You know what that BS is? What's that? Ben Simmons doesn't want to shoot. I don't know if I'd agree with that. Um, He dunked the ball last night in a situation where Ben Simmons passed it last year. Yeah. (laughs) Good one. That's a good one. I'll I'll give Michael Porter credit this. Last night, I felt like he actually did some of the dirty work. He had a couple nice cuts inside. He got on the glass. All of his points came in the paint last night. So he did a little bit of the dirty work that Ben Simmons isn't willing to do. Um, He has passed up threes that he definitely would have taken last year though beyond beyond mpj beyond nikola Jokic, let's try to bring it a little positive who has been the most pleasant surprise so far on this team wow good one i'm just saying (laughs) i'm looking for something here okay that was a good one it's four and four i mean it feels like the sky is falling and we're not even 10 percent of the way into the season for sure for sure (laughs) Look, Will Barton looks very good. Yes. I mean, Will, Will Barton. Will Barton. Please. Will Barton. Really, guys. Guys, Will Barton's the only reason they were in that game right. last night, to be honest, with what he did with that bench. Aaron Gordon's looked good defensively. Uh, he's even given Denver something they've needed offensively, too, but he's been great defensively. And Bones Highland. Um, oh, he's Bones. been great. Outscored the bench he, last he, night. And yeah, he's a bench guy. It was his third game in the rotation last night. He now is playing the most minutes out of any bench guy. I wouldn't be surprised if that continued. He scored more points than the rest of the bench combined last night. And he's giving, guys, he's giving the Nuggets something on that bench that they don't have. They're, one of the reasons that bench has struggled, they haven't been able to score. They haven't been able to stop anybody either, but that's another argument for another day. They haven't been able to score because they can't get in the paint. They're settling for jumper after jumper. And all those guys have been ice cold from three. Bones Highland can at least get to the rim and score. We saw that last night the second he stepped on the floor. 
Can I not be so positive, Harrison? We're talking to Harrison Wynn, Covers and Nuggets mm. for thednvr.com. I said this to uh, Andrew. Uh, I don't know if you are old enough to remember Todd and the Toddlers with the Rockies. Remember that? Sure, sure. Uh, okay. Well, you know what? If you want to get into the T-shirt business, Harrison, how about Nicola and the Jokers? Outside of Aaron Gordon, that's what this team is right now. What? No love for Will Barton? No, I'm no, not. No, no listen, listen. Barton, I'll, I'll, I'll say it on air. And you're a beat guy, and Andrew's a beat guy, and I know you can't say these things. I'm not a Will Barton fan because you know what? The more Michael Porter Jr. doesn't shoot, Will thinks goody, goody, goody more for me because that guy cannot stop shooting. Well, thank God he hasn't stopped shooting because the I get it would be worse than the 25th ranked offense in the league without him. I got you because you have a guy who has, you know what he is? He's he, he's a better version of J.R. Smith. No conscience. He's definitely better than J.R. Smith. He's a better sure. version of J.R. Smith. No, that's a compliment to him. He loves to shoot. That That's a guy who will never admit, Take an opportunity to miss a shot, meaning, yeah. or not take an opportunity to take a shot. I'm not, no, I'm not a Will Barton guy. And you know what? Neither is Tim Conley. Because if Tim Conley thought Will Barton was such a great player, he would have given him starters money because Will thought he had starters skill. They had to bring think, Will back. I think Tim Conley is a very big Will Barton guy. He's, <laughs> you know what? Tim Conley, and I love Tim Conley, as do you. Tim Conley loves every single player on that roster like it's his own son. And in some ways, you can make the case that's a problem. I mean, I think a lot of the discourse around Will Barton has just been completely wrong over the last couple of years. I mean, look, the Nuggets have been awful offensively. Will Barton has been their second-best offensive player, and it's not close. I mean, he has been – Will Barton, like, completely honest, has been – a very good offensive player over the last couple of years when he's been healthy. He's been very good. Like, that's just the facts. What's wrong with Faku? He's minus 71 plus minus so far this year. What's what'd going you, on with what'd him? What did you say to me? <laughs> Gosh. See, this is what happens every day, what did you Harrison. Say to me? No, he's looked right. Harrison, he looked right at me. You see what happens on the show every day? <laughs> what was that plus minus, Mace? Minus 71. <laughs> Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Um, the problem with Faku is he's not a threat to shoot it, so you don't really have to guard him from beyond the arc. Like, if he goes into a pick and roll, you just sag way off of him. And he can't get to the rim either. The Nuggets, guys, the Nuggets average the least amount of drives per game in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's not that surprising because they're always towards the bottom in drives per game because – like, they have Nicole Jokic, the best big man in the NBA. Um, but they've been able to get by on that because at least they've been able to shoot in the past, but they just can't shoot at all this year. Faku, he can't really get into the lane. You don't respect his three-point shot. Defensively, he can make stuff happen, but for everything that he gives you, it seems like he gives up something, you know, a pet mm-hmm. possession or two later. Uh, Michael Malone trusts him. But his minutes have been dwindling. If you just look at his game-by-game logs, his minutes have been dwindling. And like I said, I think he's going to get phased more and more out of this thing. Maybe not completely, but he's going to get phased more and more out of this. And Bones Highland, I think, is going to become the team's sixth man. By the way, I'm going to give you both a little baseball history. If you think Faku Kampazu has a name that that could possibly – 
uh, be insulting if you look at somebody the wrong way and say it the wrong way like you just did with me, Mace, when you looked me square in the eye and said, Faku. And then, of course, I took that personally. <laughs> uh, back in the early 2000s, the Chicago Cubs drafted a player out of South Korea named Jay Cuck You. That was a fun that, 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 was, that was a fun home run call when he knocked one out of the yard. Oh, cuck you! And you can actually get away with saying it. That, was it actually announced like that? I did. Oh, I did the pre and post game shows for the Cubs. Yeah, but during the game. Oh my cuck you! I could I could get did, away with did, it. Did did no one commented on this? Not one person. See, maybe this this should have happened in the age of social media. It would have gone viral if you'd done it today. Cuck you. See, yeah. I said somebody's name. I didn't say it to you literally. Oh my gosh, yes. By the way, have you gotten down <laughs> to the bottom of this the DNVR and the DNVR.com thing, Harrison first? <laughs> um, I haven't looked into it any further, but I can tell you that I'm going to keep referring to it as the DNVR.com because <laughs> like the Ohio State University, it's a very important thing. I know, but the, there's an O in Ohio. It's the next word. You are a wordsmith. You're a journalist just like Mace. I don't know why I can't get to you to understand. It's this. about the emphasis, though. That's the thing. I mean, you're and look, the English language at times is made to be made. Sounds uppity, actually. What? The DNVR like. Look at us. Yeah. Okay. And we, we, we want to make sure you don't confuse us with the other DNVRs out there. <laughs> like the one in Phoenix? Well, that's just, that's just PHNX. Yeah, how do you pronounce that? Is it P-H-N-X? Yeah. Not P-H-N-X? Yeah, it's the, the P-H-N-X. When you were a kid, did you ever call it Phoenix? Oh, God. Did you? I'm being serious. I'm not kidding. Me? Definitely not. I didn't. I probably slept a couple times. I lived on a street called Finkston, P-F-I-N-G-S-T-E-N. It was hard not to call it Pinkston until you knew how to actually pronounce it. Oh, that's nothing. I lived on a street called Quiocasin. Quiocasin? Yes. Harrison, you have any great childhood stories for us before you leave us? Uh, I don't think any of my street names stack up to those. Harrison, it's a pleasure. Harrison. Uh, I hope you will join us again. Um, I'm not sure you will after that. I don't know if you will after this. I, I promise I will, I will warm my cockles to Will Barton moving forward. Uh, I'm not going to hold you to it. It's okay. Thank you. Harrison Wynn covers the Nuggets for the DNVR.com. Thanks, pal. Thanks, yep, Harrison. see you guys. All right, see you. Coming up after the break, Von Miller had his press conference yesterday. What he said uh, may have rankled some Broncos fans. What did he say? That's next. I'm on your- 